Hello, my name is Cameron Richardson. I'm a year 13 student who is currently studying A-levels. Alongside my A-levels, I'm also pursuing an extended project qualification, which is also known as an EPQ. For my EPQ, I will be doing a podcast that you're currently listening to. The focus of my podcast will be on Jamaica's beauty standards. The title of my EPQ is To Which Degree Has Slavery Affected Jamaica's Standard of Beauty? In this podcast, we're going to touch on a multitude of topics from bleaching to colorism to, of course, slavery and our views on beauty. I'll be speaking with my mum in the podcast as she is a Jamaican to get a proper Jamaican insight on it. So sit back and listen. I hope you learn something and take a thing or two from it. Thank you for listening once again. Hello, welcome to my podcast where I'll be speaking today with my mum. Do you want to say hi mum? My mum is a Jamaican woman. She's born and raised in Jamaica and she moved here. How many years ago did you move here, mum? 20 years ago, precisely. 20 years ago. And today we're going to be speaking on the topic of beauty standards and slavery. So the topic of my EPQ is called to what degree has slavery affected Jamaica's standard of beauty? So I personally cannot speak much on this subject because I was born in the UK. My environment, everything around me has just been UK orientated, British. Yeah, the the environment that I've just been grown up in has just been the British environment surrounded by a lot of cultures etc so I don't know like how slavery would directly impact me because that's just not the culture I grew up in while with my mum she actually grew up in Jamaica so her ideal of beauty would be different to mine because your environment ultimately influences your perspective so Let's start with growing up. So, mum, how was growing up for you in the perspective of um, beauty? Like, what it when you go back to like being a small little girl, um, what did you think was beautiful? Like, do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure, I do understand what you mean. Well, me, I I grew up in Jamaica. I am here. I came here like precisely twenty years ago. So most of my teenage years. Oh wait, what part of Jamaica did you grow up in? All oh, right, I'm from Saint and the Garden Parish, the parish where Bob Marley comes from. Oh, is it? I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. Okay. And this was the parish that Christopher Columbus, that famous slave trader, the uh-huh. Spaniard, who took slaves from Africa. That was the parish that he. That was the first. That, that was the first place that his boat landed oh, in yeah. that parish of Saint Anne, Discovery Bay, to be precise, and it's in Saint Anne. Okay, nice. So that's where I'm from. What was you saying about growing up then? How? Well, beauty for me. Well, I I I can see beauty in two different eyes. I can see beauty in the eyes of growing up, and I can see beauty like now that I'm an adult. But growing up, beauty for us was 
I could, I wouldn't class myself as being beautiful because I was never seen as being beautiful. I was not thought, I was not, I was not told that I was beautiful. Beauty for us were people of the opposite color, white, mixed race. That was beauty for us. Yeah, because all, all the role models were were white. Uh, mind you, Jamaica was run by white governors. All the people that own businesses were white. Isn't that a bit weird though? Sorry to cut you. Isn't that a bit weird though? Considering it's like a black country, like how is it run by white people? Like how does that make sense in itself? Well, uh, back in history, Jamaica, uh, Jamaica was discovered and all the people that lived on the island, they were brought there. So nobody, Jamaica was not a place for starters. Christopher Columbus, this, well, it is said in history at least that Christopher Columbus discovered Jamaica. And on his discovering of Jamaica, he took slaves from Africa, brought them to Jamaica, hence we are Jamaicans. And then the history goes this way that the slaves were taken from Africa. They've crossed the ocean on boats. They've worked on sugar plantations. And our, this, not our, not my, my four parents um, would have been slaves, of course. But because the slave owners, they were, they were white people, of course. And African slaves were black. And they didn't come with their wives, of course, the slave owners. So over time, they started to have intimate relationship with the slave ladies and um, start, um, let's say, breeding, having children together. And those children would now become, uh, would be born as um, not black, not white, but mixed race. And then that's that's this. I'm coming. I'm coming to where this whole being white is beautiful, being mixed is more beautiful because those children that those slaves and the and the slave owners produce those had a a caramel complexion. They were mixed race and they were treated immediately. They were treated differently to the 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 black slaves. They were kept in the houses. They never stayed in the fields. They were just they were just celebrated. They were different. That is a big shame. <laughs> that is yeah, that's a bit shocking. Cause um I think you've watched it as well. You know that documentary on BBC? Um they did a mini series and they spoke um it was based in Jamaica and it was based around um the slave trade the slave yeah the slave trade oh the black girl that got pregnant for the, the white yeah girl and then they took the baby away from her yeah yeah so and that's a true story well i i can't i can't um give testimonies about it because i wasn't there but from stories from archives history archives it is said that this is exactly what happened so basically in the it was a series that they created and there was a black woman she was a slave and she was raped it seems by her slave master and she got pregnant and um when she had the child they what did she do with the child they took the child away from her yeah they took the child away from her and I believe they took her to to England and raised her in England so that lady never saw her baby again yeah she never saw her child but 
through that documentary anyways they showed me at least um the colorism that goes on well that happened in Jamaica so the the children not just her her as an example there was another lady in the documentary not documentary series and um she was mixed race her father was a, a plantation owner and her mother was a slave but her being mixed race she stayed inside and she would be to the likes of the other slaves oh are you jealous because I'm prettier than you my skin is fairer than yours and I was so confused because thinking how can you think someone is prettier than another person just because of your skin complexion but the the girl that she was saying it to well apparently I can't say apparently she was mixed race she stated that she was mixed race but she was very very dark like you wouldn't think that she is mixed race because the melanin was just too strong like she she just turned to be a darker complexion and because she was darker the the lighter woman just laughed at her saying you're not mixed race there's no way you can be mixed race with that hair texture because she had coarse hair and um that skin complexion so it's just funny how having one complexion can make you so much more above or superior to somebody else I just find that crazy so um say like when you was a teenager then because when you're a child wait do you think you noticed when you was a child colorism or do you think it more so started to happen when you was a teenager looking back it's been happening from when i was a child but when you're brought up in jamaica your perception of of things is quite different because you only see things through the eyes of you being in Jamaica you've not traveled you've not seen you've not seen the world in another eye but looking back at it now i remember us growing up because my dad his dad was um his generation is is from the from the british slave plantation owners slave owners and then my dad's mom she was a a black woman full of melanin so by them getting together and having children they had two sets of of children some were light like mixed race and some were dark like myself and my dad being one of the dark ones so he produced darker children now my uncles had caramel colors children and sorry sorry to cut you so just so it's clear your dad was what was he was he mixed was he he was not mixed but his dad was mixed oh okay yeah so just to give clarity yeah yeah. but my dad's mom was dark Mm -hmm. so those two coming together they did not produce well of course they're black children but um complexion wise wise they weren't dark chocolate they were like um toffee mm. toffee and then <laughs> yeah. let, let's compare it to being toffee on and then um his brother's children were like caramel so back to where we started now so when i was a child i remember cuz i lost my dad at a very early age and my mom had to do it all on her own but i remember my uncle and his children they were the lighter ones and they were seen as the gods of the community and like when they the when they would come by and they would never even look at us we just felt like we we were not a part of the family because we were darker of course and 
they never paid us much mind. And I could see them, like my uncle's children, being friendly with the, the caramel and color um, cousins or family members. But us, the toffee, toffee color, uh, toffee, I'm comparing our complexion to toffee now. They were just never nice to us. They never played with us. They so never nice. shared anything with us. That is crazy. And I remember as well. They had this thing when we were growing up that if you're black, you stay at the back, meaning that if your complexion is very dark, then you stay at the back. I can imagine, I can remember like my mom had visitors and especially if my cousins, um, some of my other cousins would, would like probably they stop by. They could sit on the verandas. We couldn't sit on the veranda. The a veranda is somewhere where you sit in the in tropical countries because it's very hot and the climate is good. You have somewhere where in the evenings you take your shower. You just sit out and watch the day, watch the rest of the day go by. And we call that thing a, a veranda. It's more like a gazebo or something like that. But it's just a little chill spot. We weren't allowed to sit there. We would have to go to the backyard and look through holes. That is madness. I find it so weird that like these ideas were planted into your cousin's minds from such a small tender age, mm -hmm. from being so young. And it's probably still, unless they've been educated now, it's probably still prevalent in their minds now. So the whole idea of colorism, it's still, they perhaps maybe colorist now the fact that they were practicing it from so young which shows that it's a generational thing like it just gets passed down mm -hmm. to like the lighter people mm -hmm. aspire to be a lighter person also let me not forget to tell you that back in jamaica all the people who were store owners, they were white people. All the people that worked in the banks were light people. Your teachers were light people. So you never saw anyone with like that, that toffee, that toffee complexion as somebody in society. The, uh, the, the only time I've seen somebody of toffee complexion is being a pastor and that was it. Yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody know. aspired to be a pastor because pastors are poor people. <laughs> they rely <laughs> on the church to feed. So, But the bank owners, the postmistresses, the people that read the news and television, at that point, our prime ministers were also white people. So all our leaders were white. So who did we have to look up to? Who were our role models? It was white people, hence. Yeah, just to give some clarity about you, because my mom isn't, um, she's not dark skinned, but at the same time, she's not light skinned. So she falls quite in the middle. My mom has that, um, that toffee. toffee complexion that she's referring to. Like, you guys know chocolate, I assume. So not caramel, slightly under it. But um, she's. I think she's got a quite a good perspective to look through there because she's not receiving the all of the praise and the love and the the praise of being a light skinned person. But at the same time, she's not. Well, can you? Am I saying the right thing? You never experienced the life of a like black black person. Oh, well, no, 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 definitely not. Because those ones, they were not even allowed to sit in somebody's car. That, like, that like, is no, just... they'd have to walk a mile. Nobody would even give them a lift or even saying hello to them. <laughs> no, that is horrible. That <laughs> is horrible. Yeah. No, that is, yeah, that's just horrible. 
So do you think, like, say, well, you already touched on your family a bit, like, do you think maybe your parents or any of your family members, they made you feel a type of, not a type of way, but they influenced your thoughts to how they are now on lighter or darker people? I can't say now, because you've been educated, but growing up do you think they influenced your thoughts like did they try to take you out of that mindset or the things that they said to you they kept you in that frame of mind of thinking lighter is better and darker is worse of course of course a hundred percent i grew up thinking that the lighter you are the the wealthier you would be or the better you would be and um, the darker you are the poorer you'd be you'd not um, have a good education you'd not have a good job so i grew up thinking that but now I'm an adult I know better of course that's good good to know um so next topic is bleaching like I've heard that the bleaching in Jamaica is a bit crazy the bleaching market do you think that because of slavery the impact of it as we've already been discussing it's influencing people to bleach their skin to become lighter or what do you, you explain the whole bleaching thing because you would know better than me. So you explain it all. Of course, a hundred and ten percent. Slavery has has influenced Jamaicans to be bleaching, of course, because as I've said to you before, growing up, the lighter you are, the be- the the more accepted you were and people if you grow up with that mindset some people in the people in jamaica that are doing it they've never traveled they've never seen jamaica in another light they don't have role models well back then people are being are getting smarter people are getting educated but then you've got some of them who has never set foot in school they, they've no they've known no better than what they've brought up on and then they still have the mindset that being lighter is being more beautiful and being more accepting they've got documentaries all over youtube showing um jamaicans jamaicans opening up their mouth to say that um being lighter is is being better yeah so bleaching has definitely slavery has definitely impacted bleaching it has do you think they feel like they're less beautiful than being darker? Like the fact that they have to bleach? Yes, that is the problem. That is that is the case. They do. They do feel like being lighter is 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 being more. You're more acceptable. People will accept you. You can you can get a job or you can, you can go to places. For those sorry, for those that don't understand, what is bleaching? I should have started with that. What is bleaching? Bleaching is you're messing with your complexion. You you're tampering with your complexion, changing it from its natural form, and changing it to something like something that is not original. Of course, you're making it. You're making your complexion lighter. How do they do that then? By using chemicals. Like, is it a soap? Is it a cream? Like, I what believe is it? it's it's a mixture of soap and creams and oils. Oh, there's oils. As yes, well. there are oils. And at one point, I heard that there were tablets that people take oh, inside wow. their mouths. That's crazy. Very crazy. Oh, my. Well... I hope, well, I don't hope that they get what they're looking for bleaching their skin because that's dangerous as well. Like, you can't be playing with your body like that just to look more prettier. Mm. And the thing is about bleaching too, 
like although that yes you can bleach your skin but when you have children your kids aren't going to take <laughs> that light complexion they're still gonna come out dark so mm-hmm. the cycle's just gonna repeat itself <laughs> unless you go and marry a white man and have kids for him <laughs> and yeah that yeah that's just madness so do you think like it's changed now then like do you think jamaica has improved or do you think the is still the same it has not changed a hundred percent it's 50 50 it is 50 50 people are pretty much still doing that bleaching nonsense and um yeah people are still doing it what about in terms of um lighter being better is that still prevalent today you can be honest that like, do you think that it's still uh it's that? it's 75 25 75 that people are still of the mentality that being lighter is better but jamaica has evolved jamaica is changing we've got role models that are black we've had black prime ministers uh, andrew holness's wife is a black lady michelle obama is a black black lady these sit on the world these people sit on the world podium and uh, jamaicans have seen that you can be black and you can get to places. You can be prime minister's wives. You can be lecturers. You can be, you can you can do pretty much anything. Oprah Winfrey is one of the the richest lady in the world, and she's a black woman. Mm, yeah, more yeah. There are more role models. There are more people for you to look up to. That okay, these people they're there and they're being black. They're black. So, what what's wrong with our complexion? Yeah, that's good. That is a big improvement so do you think then considering how your family was back then do you think not even just your family your friends maybe too mm. do you think if you was to have a very black child and go to <laughs> <laughs> do you think if you was to have a child that was like very very dark and go to jamaica they would be like accepted properly mm. and looked at as as beautifully question side a lighter person <laughs> question sign as much as jamaica has evolved a little bit people have still have that mentality that ah uh, nah 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 my family would like i remember one of our friends went to jamaica and she's got a little boy that is very dark like dark chocolate and she, they were like criticizing his hair. They were like, oh, his hair is so bad. His hair is so nappy. He's so black. And <laughs> oh like, this is a child. Nice. I know, but that's Jamaicans for you. Especially as a baby. Nah, nah. <laughs> they, oh, they're yeah. not. Uh, nah. Some people are accepting, but you've got the, 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 the odd view that, nah, they, they won't. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, we have to be grateful, I guess, for the small improvement that's been made. Mm -hmm. So to answer the question, Mm -hmm. to what degree has slavery affected Jamaica's standard of beauty? I would say it has affected it an awful lot because Jamaica's standard of beauty is built on slavery. Yes. So, am I right to say that? You are perfectly correct. Okay. Just so, you know, I've got the confirmation from the real Jamaican here. (laughs) But, yeah. Comparing that to the UK, though, I think it's... I feel like we have some, like, trickles, some elements of it, but it's not to the extreme at all compared to what goes on in Jamaica. Like, a black person, a dark-skinned person can still thrive, I guess, in the UK, in comparison to jamaica well jamaica is evolving it's changing but i did not say it's entirely changed but it is changing slowly work in progress slowly 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 
well that's the beauty of it so thank you mum so much for taking the time out to do this for me for my epq do you want to say any final words it was a pleasure uh sharing a little bit of my history and i i look forward to doing more in the future that's if you want more okay thank you for listening um i hope you enjoyed it i may do some extra ones if you guys like it um but thank you bye